0: Why don't we begin? We hope you enjoy the little bit of This
1: is Fresh Hop Cinema.
0: Welcome once again to Fresh Hop Cinema, a craft beer and podcast movie show. Yep, <laughs> that's did I mess, it. How to I mess
1: that up? Straight podcast off Podcast movie film show podcast.
0: If you've never heard us before, we are a podcast
1: based in Chico, California. That's Johnny Summers. And that's Max Minardi. Together we're your favorite podcast in general and above all the other things. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is episode 119. If you've never heard the show before, we cover two beers and one movie. And we don't spoil our movie till the very end of the show in a segment we call The Danger Zone. And we'll give you plenty of heads up. So if you're worried about spoilers, chances are you're not. But if you are for a film called Climax, don't worry about it until the end.
1: Yep. All right. So before we get started, all of the usual housekeeping, you can find us on social medias at Fresh Hop Cinema, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, website, coming soon. Let's say let's say website up. Freshhopcinema.com is live. If you're
0: watching us live right now, don't google that. It'll it's be not, live this week. It's weekend. not ready yet. But yes, by the time our regular episode drops on April 8th, yes, you can find us on our digital home at freshhopcinema.com where you can find backlogs of movie reviews and uh, beer reviews. Yeah. And old episodes. Check out the new website, new photo galleries, way to get in touch with us. Max uh, worked hard on it. I've been working on it all week. Yeah, uh, many many hours and it's almost there, so.
1: Yeah. Yes. So yeah, we got the website Excuse me. the same time. Yep, we both burped. Beautiful. Beer podcast, sure. it happens. Sure. Uh, find us on Untapped yeah. for beer reviews and ratings and stuff. And then we're also on Letterboxd for movie reviews. But you can also read all of Max's reviews on the website. Nice. Support us on Patreon to come party with us and help keep this thing rolling. Little as a dollar a week. Yeah. You know the drill. You've heard us a million times.
0: Also, it's worth noting now that uh, since we can see eventually who's seeing us say this live, if you're on Instagram or you're listening to this podcast and you have an instagram take a screenshot of it post it and tag us in it it really lets all of your friends know that we're a
1: podcast that you think is cool it's basically a a easy free way for you to give us a 24-hour advertisement on your instagram feed helps us out yes exactly so screenshot wherever you listen to the podcast tag us at fresh hop cinema and we will share it and shout you out and probably love you forever i think that's fair Keep them coming. I love them. Without further ado, we're going to start off the show, as we always do, with a
0: beer. This time, it's some that Johnny brought. It's uh, from the Brewery Tarot out of Anaheim, California. And it's called With the Funk, uh, which either is sort of a WTF or, now that I'm saying it out loud, kind of sounds like a song. Um, with the Funk. With the Funk. Uh, and while he's pouring, I'm going to say this. With the Funk is crafted with tradition in mind. First, we brewed a classic wit with orange peel and coriander that's fermented with a combination of yeast, Britannomyces, and our own house-mixed culture. Next, the beer is aged to final maturation in Thoreau's Fodor Forest in a combination of American and French oak. The result is a winning combination that's fresh. With subtle complexity, balancing the classic, spiced, and fruity characteristics of a Belgian-style wit with a soft and wild touch from It's Time in the Oak. No kettle sours here. Sure, it takes longer, but it's worth it. It's soft and wild, just like you. Thanks, man. Really quick, where'd you get this? How much was it? Uh, What should I expect?
1: Spice bottle shop, $3.99, a 16-ounce can. Um, You should expect tartness up front. That's what I'm going to expect, because it's labeled as a tart wit beer. So I'm going to expect a nice bite to it with some, probably some earthiness, maybe a little bit of funky barnyard, some hay, um, probably rounded out by like a nice yeasty finish. That'd be my guess with some, some grains on the end, maybe some earthiness. Yeah. So if you tune into
0: this or if you're on Instagram, this is going to get too confusing to last week's episode. Yep. um, We did a golden ale that claimed to be very sour and what i wanted from that bottle i'm getting out of this can Ooh, this is good this is very good yep. a little bit of Brett funk up top again mm-hmm. like the barn sort of outdoor sour taste here very very good
1: yeah not so much on the spice coriander side but a little it's kind of there in the in the back end yeah yeah so it's true. super subtle on the oakiness yeah i'm not getting much of that at all no i really like the tang on this beer yeah it's a yeah. good beer yeah it's a kick in the glass Is not the the slogan for Tang? Remember a kick in the glass. I don't remember. I just remember like the orangutan. Yeah,
0: I think that was the thing. Like it was like they were saying in the ass, but it was uh, in a glass. It's like in the glass with the funk. It's a kick in the glass.
1: Yeah, it's Um, like a fun way to like be able to say naughty words.
0: Yeah. So the other thing that I wanted to point out is that this beer is not super. Um, has not been super widely drank by a lot of people. I looked on uh, untapped, which is sort of where I get these numbers a lot of the time. I think it's relatively new. Yeah. That's what I was getting too. Cause there's only been 590 unique, uh, ratings of this and they all average about 3.81. So okay. that actually feels low after tasting it. I feel like this is better than that. Yeah. And it's exactly as advertised. Yeah. And it's good, which is like my, my gripe with last week it was like, it's as advertised. I just think it's gross, <laughs> not gross, but I didn't love it. You know? And it wasn't quite as advertised that
1: jolly pumpkin wasn't as tart
0: as we wanted that's true i just remembered like the sour or the spicy peppery notes that it claimed Mm -hmm. to have i've I've got those
1: yeah but you know no this beer is is really tasty it does everything it said it was gonna do yeah i like uh the abv2 5-4 not too crazy
0: i don't know if i said that i don't remember yeah i think
1: it's 5-7
0: or at least um if this isn't the first batch um in the past it It says says right there thank you yeah 5-4 so there's been a batch in the past and that's where i got my number but 5.4. Five point
1: four, good right. to note. I like that they're doing sixteen ounce cans of their stuff too, just like they started yeah. doing three uh, of their sours. That's right, they're like tarted darkness. Yeah, because like like, little one.
0: Yeah, in the past it's been only bombers, right? Only seven fifties. Yeah, only seven fifties. It's a lot, and that'd be a lot of this. Too much, probably. I
1: wouldn't want a seven fifty of this. No, this is this is a heartburn avenue. Population, yep. my house and my face. Sure. Yeah. No, <laughs> this is going to be the perfect amount. I wouldn't want more than eight ounces of this. Yeah, I like it though. Yeah. How much do we have left in this can? Oh, uh, about, about half, 8 ounces. Yeah. About half. Yeah.
0: Well, do you want to rate this? Do you want to drink a
1: little more first?
0: Uh, let's drink a little bit more. Deal. Um, then I'm going to have a sip while you fill this awkward silence.
1: Yeah. So, while we're filling this awkward silence with sips, let's talk a little bit about our flick picks or lack thereof this week.
0: Right. So, I want to just just vamp in like usually at least lately, I've been very on top of watching movies, particularly movies that have been on lists of mine that the man's I really need to watch. been building a website. I've spent, I think, literally the past, so we're recording on a uh, Wednesday. Correct. I spent Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday about six to seven hours each day working on this website. Uh, yesterday was like a huge working out bugs kind of day. We had um, an issue with uh, sort of sort of the formatting for the episodes. The way that I initially did it like caused a lot of trouble with loading, Nobody especially cares. on mobiles.
1: Nobody cares. Right.
0: But that's why I haven't been watching movies.
1: <laughs> You've been um, busy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Been uh, been nerding it out with the website. Yeah. So in case you're like, but I love the flick pics, love the website instead. That's what's happening. Yeah. What about you? What have you not been watching? Why have you not been watching?
1: I've just had a lot going on. Evenings have been filling up. I've been doing a lot of stuff. I changed my brakes. What do you mean? In my oh, your car. car. Sure. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's just been one thing after the other. Right. So, not enough hours in the day, you know. But uh, I did watch Free Solo finally. Yeah, the Academy Award-winning documentary. Mentioning. Yeah, it's you know post-award season too. You know. Yeah, right. It did win the the big award for docs. Yeah, but yeah, that movie was nuts. Uh, if you've never seen it, it's now streaming on Hulu. That's right. Yeah, and it's about a guy that climbs a really big. Piece of rock like mm-hmm. three thousand feet in the air with called no ropes. El Capitan. It's very unsettling.
0: Yeah, I watched an interview with that guy today. He was analyzing the climbing scene in Mission Impossible Two, mm. sort of the beginning when he's out climbing on that sand. Uh, I can't think of what it's called, but a it's dune. Like, no, it's like a rock, but it's made of like really unstable sand, and he does like these crazy jumps. Tom Cruise does a crevasse, and the whole time um, Alex, uh, the dude, I can't even name last name. Uh, so yeah, like that, I think something like that. Um, it's just like sitting there, it's, like a pause. Nope. Nope, nope. You would never. Like, it gets so analytical. Yeah. Um, But I only clicked on it because I've seen that movie. Totally. It was a very good, not Mission Impossible, Free Solo.
1: Yeah. Free Solo was really good. Uh, I know that it's been Max's flick pick in the past, but it deserves mentioning that I finally watched it. Right. um, Not only because of the Academy Award, but because you recommended it. Sure. And I
0: I listened, listened to it. I watched it, I think. Well, because of the Oscars, but also uh, Jared Schmidt, listener of the show, was very much like you got to see this. It was like craziest movie, so intense, and it's pretty cool. That's what I've heard from a lot of people, and it paid off. It was a very intense movie.
1: Boy, that dude's a little dead behind the eyes, though, isn't he? Uh, just yeah, he's. I think he's got some like antisocial stuff. He's got shark eyes. Yeah, he was either climb mountains or hide bodies. Right. So <laughs> so good on him for glad doing he the picked the mountain <laughs> for everyone's purposes. Oh, um, so but anyway, since we're short on um, flick picks, Max had a cool idea. Yeah, because uh, it happens every once in a while. Um, so we were thinking, um, if there's any homebrewers out there that would want to get their beer on the show, we could possibly do that every once in a while when like neither of us have a flick pick just to fill the gap, um, create some content, create some awesome beer so we can drink it. it makes everyone happy, you know?
0: Yeah. In the past we've had people reach out and, and basically I'm like, do you guys ever do, do homebrews on the show? And, and I've always said, well, not like, not typically we tend to stick to stuff that people can access more widely and it's more readily available. Yeah. Um, but it's happened enough that I feel like it would be a really cool to try some stuff that is unique Mm -hmm. that other people can't get. And just for the fact of being like, haha, we have this and you don't. Um, But also like a really cool way to incorporate listeners or the community or whatever it might be. Um, So we've got a couple uh, lined up right now and I don't know exactly when we're going to put them in the show. But if that's something uh, you're interested in, if you're a homebrewer, you know, a homebrewer, send them our way.
1: Yeah, could be fun. Um, just keep in mind, if you submit a beer, we're not going to pull punches. That's true. This is, yeah. Full, just like, we're going to rate the beer and, and, um, no hard
0: feelings. I feel like I would be the one here that'd be like, Oh, I don't want to hurt feelings. So I'll like, maybe go easy. Um, but no, we're going to, you know, I want to hurt your feelings. Treat beers equally. Yeah. And then that's the other end of the spectrum. So That's all good. I'm the cayenne pepper, bro. Um, so we're going to, we're going to rate this beer with the funk from the brewery Tarot. And I'm going to give it a 7.5. The tartness doesn't sit particularly well at the end for me, but it is very good. Um, it's a hefty tang it would have a much worse rating if it were in a bigger bottle which i don't know is a particularly fair uh way to assess this although packaging is important so yeah i packaging think i'm glad at, it's smaller and price point sure and and you said what 399 correct that's a pretty good deal yeah um definitely good to split this with two people though
1: uh, i see me really enjoying this more when it's warmer out sure so if it was you know above 80 85 been sweating in the sun this could be very quenching right uh, i don't know if it's something i'd reach for regularly but it's something i would buy again to share uh if i was going to be sharing with someone that really likes this style for me it feels like about a six eight six seven yeah okay somewhere in not there not breaking into the sevens no i don't okay. think so call it a six
0: seven six seven for you yeah. seven five for me what the hell seven six for me will make it a mirror Ooh, it's a palindrome yeah I do, I do like it though. I think, I think this is a solid beer. If you can get your hands on it for four bucks, try it. Bring it to a bottle share. Bring it to a friend's house. Be like, hey, you ever tried one of these beers? Chances are, probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're
1: sort of a layman in the yeah. beer world. Uh, I really uh, should shout out the brewery too. That I've been enjoying their sixteen ounce cans. They yeah. just did one of their like I think it was macaroon cake. Or something in a 16 ounce can they had cans of it at the goose and i tried it it was very very good yeah so i'm digging the the smaller package sizes with the more affordable price points it's a great way to get your beer into lots of people's hands agreed uh
0: what do you say we jump to a break and come back because i think we both have a lot of thoughts on this film climax
1: yeah so we'll be right back after the break with our initial thoughts and rating of climax stick around
0: you haven't been down to the handlebar in Chico, you guys, please go check them out. They're a great local business located at 2070 East 20th
1: Street. That's right, folks. And they've got an amazing menu with some delicious food. I really enjoy eating there. They've got vegan, vegetarian, all kinds of uh, restricted options, which is important to me. Can't get down with the lactose. More importantly, most importantly, some would say, they've got an amazing happy hour deal every single day of the week from 2 to 6 p.m. Max, what is it?
0: They give you a dollar off. Every single draft beer, again, from two to six, seven days a week, you get a dollar off any of their amazing lineup. I was just there earlier this week, had several beers and then Ubered home. It's a really good time. They support this podcast. They support local business if you're here in Chico. So go check them out. Again, that's the handlebar right here in Chico, 2070 East 20th Street.
1: If you couldn't dance, what would you do? Mm. Suicide. So ça représente quoi la danse pour toi? C'est tout pour moi. La danse, c'est tout pour moi. C'est que ça.
0: Est-ce que t'es euh... t'es prêt à beaucoup de choses pour réussir? That is a very unhelpful trailer, unless you speak French, oui. to the uh, film called Climax. It was written and directed by Gasper. And I'm going to mess this up. I'm not sure if it's no, or no way or no is new. Sure. I Some, would say it's noir. noir. The summary goes something like this. When members of a dance troupe are lured, which already doesn't feel right. I don't know why I don't read these first. Are lured <laughs> to an empty school drug-laced sangria causes their jubilant rehearsal to descend into a dark and explosive nightmare as they try to survive the night and find out who's responsible before it's too late Uh, almost none of that is correct from my viewing of this um anyways people in this movie sofia butella she plays selva she's the only person i knew and I literally wrote everybody else mm-hmm. on the cast list. The reason for that is that I think none of the people in this besides Sophia Butella are actually professional actors. Most of them are street dancers. So, uh, I'm going to use the first name. Gaspar went in being like, I want to use dancers for this, not actors. They can learn how to act for this. Uh, there's not a whole lot of dialogue they have to memorize. So we're going to bring them in. So it's mostly made up of dancers. And I think that shows this movie came out on March 1st, 2019. It runs an hour and 36 minutes. Distributed by A24, which gave me really high hopes. And as of April 2nd, domestically, it has made $790,000 and some change. Not a whole lot. Very indie movie. We saw this at the Pageant Theater here in Chico. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it with uh, four other people in the theater. How about you? One,
1: two, three, four. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, what day of the week did you
0: go? Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. I went on a uh, Monday. Okay. I think. Um, very uh, specific movie. Has. A very specific idea of what it wants to be. I would make the argument that what it wants to be is nothing. Um, so before I start talking about it, Johnny, what did you think off mm. the bat, initial thoughts?
1: Well, my gut and my brain and every fiber of my being says I didn't like it. Sure, why? So um, I kind of the same thing. You know, we talk about movies all the time, and you kind of start thinking of them critically. Critically, and uh, you know, one of the questions about any movie is what's it trying to be? What's it trying to say? What's the point? Like, what is this movie trying to say? Um, this movie didn't feel like it had um, a direction. It felt, um, I would understand, you know, if he was going for the feeling of being out of control, because it was very, very out of control as a film. It was just everywhere, but nowhere that made sense. um, it was very cringy in a lot of parts. It just wasn't um, well thought out, in my opinion. There was just a lot of things I didn't like about it. So overall, it was um, a question of why, why, why am I watching this? Um, what, what's happening here? Why am I nauseous? Like, right? There's, a, there's a lot going on, man. There's a lot to unpack here. So
0: Gasper, no way, I'm going to stick with that, has sort of a long history of being a controversial film director. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen a lot of his other stuff. I have seen Enter the Void, um, which if you've seen that, like he does this sort of a lot of inverted camera stuff in that one. Granted, in Climax, it's not quite as intense as it is in that movie. Um, really? He, yeah. It, it goes like there's a, one particular scene that's just like, uh, like you feel like you're almost on a, one of those amusement park rides where it shoots you up in the air and then brings you back down, and, like kind of slinkies you. Mm. That kind of thing. Um, But he has another film called Irreversible. There's one called Love where he um, produced a 3D male ejaculation onto the screen Mm. and effectively onto the viewers. So like that kind of thing. Mm. Um, And and a lot of people make the argument he's just doing the shock value thing for the sake of doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I don't think has no merit most of the time. Like sometimes that can be a very effective way of getting a point across. Um, The point is the key though. Right. So here it's like even some of the really cool stuff. I'll say this film opens with an, well, almost opens. There's this whole talking head series on a TV where you meet all the cast members. And then it goes to this dance number out at this, uh, I guess, school. Um, It felt more like a youth group retreat center to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what the distinction is there, but there's showers. So (laughs) I don't know. Um, Like there's this whole dance scene. It's like five or six minutes long. It's set to this pretty hip eighties discotheque kind of song. And it's really, really well done. There's great choreography. The camera moves in really interesting ways. And at one point, it goes up onto the scene and looks down on all the dancers, and it's very cool. And then in five minutes, it's over. And I was like, awesome. That was neat. Let's see where this movie goes. Um, And it doesn't go many places. Like we said in the synopsis, the sangria gets spiked with some type of hallucinogenic drug. See, I didn't like that dance scene at all. Oh, really? Nope. See, I was going to say it happens again later. There's another dance montage once they're all on drugs. Definitely didn't like that one either. And yeah, what I was going to get at is like, the shock value or the coolness of it had worn off by that. Like the next one goes on easily twice as long. And in same thing you're saying, like, why am, why am I watching this? Like, how is this furthering the plot or the characters or anything more than just displaying this, uh, unique idea of a shot that we've already seen. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. And at that point too, I'd been sort of worn down by some of the more, um, uh graphic dialogue Mm -hmm. at that point like there's there's several conversations after this first dance piece we're kind of jumping
1: in between groups to get to know these people more one thing i learned about myself Mm. really quick in this movie is i know nothing about dancing oh really i don't want to don't care Uh to (laughs) couldn't tell you the difference between good dancing and bad dancing sure there was just a lot of gyration and people moving their hands yeah it was just it looked like people having seizures sure there's so there's there's
0: some merit to a lot of i don't know a ton about dancing but i know a little bit um and this is definitely street style dancing you're not seeing but they're not doing like ballroom dances um they're doing things like voguing which is um uh, nobody can see this, but I'm pointing on our screen. Um, the dude, he's like the really skinny guy. He's mm-hmm. cross-dressing. This guy here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like the framing your face, sort of like doing intense movements. Like that's voguing. And like crumping was in there a lot. And like that's sort of like the like the, like the posturing up kind of jerky stuff. And then... Um, Didn't think any of it was cool. Yeah, I don't particularly love it. Um, I don't understand the point of it. It's just expression, man. And oh, yeah. I, that's the other thing, too. So like these are all dancers. And basically... Um, Gaspar Noe was just like, when he reached out to Sophia Boutella, the Instagram message that she got as a casting call was like, Hey, I want to make a movie about people who are tripping on LSD for a night. And she was like, well, what else? He's like, I don't know. That's it. Which I feel like says a lot about, um, I feel like that was the movie. whole, yeah. It's but, like, it doesn't really know where it's going to go. It's like, we'll just see what happens. What else? So they had, yeah, they hired a choreographer to do a lot of this work. And I think that's the only, or one of the very few highlights of this movie is, sort of the structure that comes from the dances. Um, But like I said, wore me, wore me out pretty quickly. And then I was done with it. Yeah. Um, I found some of the camera work very interesting. I liked going on the ceiling and, and some of the inverted camera work, but then it goes on for way too long. Mm-hmm. Same with like the cool lighting, like the weird neon stuff. I, yep. there's a, there's a part of the place that they're in where you go to the, on this back corridor and there's like this green kind of like sickly green color and the lights go out at one point. And it's all red. And I wrote in my letterbox review that it reminded me of like a sick, disturbed Christmas. Like, just, and like behind every door is a gross present. Like somebody scrubbing their naked body with blood and like a kid trapped in a closet screaming. Like, and the whole soundtrack of this movie is just loud disco music and people screaming. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, man, for an hour and 36 minutes, like, ugh, it is just too much.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, I know the whole point was, you know, you're getting drugged with acid and you didn't know it was coming and you're just kind of like, whoa. But, um, The fact that it just immediately disintegrated into a total nightmare uh, is a little, not only unrealistic, but like, um, I don't know, it felt like forced in this movie. Like, sure, you know, people don't become murderous because they are on acid. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like Like he wanted to, to defend
0: that with the beginning interviews. Like, what would you do if you couldn't dance? Or like, he asked one guy, he's like... What's the worst fight you've ever been in? And he like described some pretty brutal stuff. And then the interviewer was like, "Do you regret it?" And he was like, Psh, "That's life." And I feel like that whole beginning section was just like, "This is this is your truest self. This is gonna be you on drugs. Now just do that to the nth degree." Yeah. And we'll I'll just watch you do it. Mm-hmm. And it's not a compelling thing. Also, in the review, the review, the summary that I read specifically hyphenates it says, "And find out who's responsible." This movie does not care who is responsible. No. This is not a whodunit. And it's not a mystery trying to unfold to solve the crime.
1: It does not matter. No. And you find out at the end, like no spoilers, but like it didn't matter. Like it's like it made zero It's so
0: inconsequential. There's points where people try to blame it on somebody and then fallout happens from that. Mm -hmm. But it, this is not a movie where like you're piecing it together. And then by the end, it's this big revelation. There's no revelation at the end. Um, And that's, I don't know this, this was um, as close to a, waste of time in in indie cinema that i've seen in a long time yeah there's
1: a few things that it really calls to mind one is um like being trapped in like a nightmare Mm -hmm. but not in a cool horror movie kind of way in a claustrophobic you have no control helpless kind of way yeah and it really imposes that kind of overall vibe on the viewer which, if you were trying to entertain people, it would make me wonder like, how who is enjoying this? You know what I mean? Yeah. This is, it's so out there feeling. But like, I, don't, I don't, I would say for sure his
0: goal is not to entertain us. I get that. I feel like the goal is definitely to make us uncomfortable and shock us. Yeah. But to some, like, I just felt more worn out mm-hmm. than shocked by the end of it.
1: Yeah. It wasn't um, shocking or, you know, I w- it was like very claustrophobic and cluttered mm-hmm. and just too much stimulation and i get it that might be what would happen if a bunch of people sure. did acid but yeah. it probably wouldn't but even if
0: it did like what is that what is the effectiveness of telling this story in that way this is also based on a true story allegedly allegedly like yeah. i don't understand who's who's gonna recount this properly like who's there witnessing this sober enough to document it properly yeah. nobody no um this feels just more like wouldn't it be crazy if they stayed in, in a place for a night but then we just made up the fact they're on acid they all murdered each other they don't Mm -hmm. even all murder each other but it gets a little weird it gets very like sodom and gomorrah in there very quick if i can reference the good book Mm -hmm. um like there's a lot of the stuff that turned me off immediately like i said that dialogue
1: stuff i'm gonna pause you there sure this seems like a good time to rate the movie okay And take a break, review a beer, and really get into this thing in the danger zone. You're right. You're absolutely right, my Um, friend. Because we've gone way beyond a brief summary. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I think you can gather our overall thoughts from what you've just heard. Last thing. I do think Sofia Botella did a really nice job,
0: given what she did. There's this really... She's the
1: only one that did any acting. Yeah,
0: I think so, too. There's this great scene where she's... It's a really long shot. There are some really nice long shots in Mm -hmm. this movie. I'll say that, too. Uh, they track her from sort of the main gymnasium where the dancing is happening all the way to the back room. And she's doing this weird like dance slash um, hopeless sort of writhing around. Yeah. Screaming and crying and laughing, which was no small feat in acting. So I wanted to make sure to say that. But now I'm on
1: board with you. Yeah, no. She was acting. Everyone else in this movie was pretending. Yeah. And there's a That's big fair. difference. So let's rate this. Yeah. And let's take a break. What you got? Hmm. This is a, I'm going to call it flat two. Okay, sure. Two out of 10. Yep. Okay.
0: I am going to give it um, a two stars out of five. I'm changing my system now. I'm doing it. I've been working on reviews a lot and that's where my brain is at now. So you might be thinking, but that translates to a four out of 10. Was this a four out of 10? No, it was a two out of five. And I think there's a difference. I appreciated the craft to some extent here. We have a 1 through 10 rating system, sir. You know, I was going back and looking at some some episodes of ours, and at one point we decided we were going to drop it down to 5. And I don't remember when that was, but if you're actually really against it, I don't have to stick to it. I just was trying to make a stand, and it felt good because that's it'll be consistent with my letterbox reviews. So if I ever forget one, I can go back and listen to the episode like right now, then match it up perfectly. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter the whole lot. All right. If it is out of 10, it's a 3, not a 4. Okay so 3 out of 10 or 2 out of 5 for me because uh, I did like some what is of it. it out of 6 though? out of 6 it would be about a 1.5 five. All right, out of 7? Uh, 1.82 two. All right. Uh, anyways that's Climax in a nutshell we're going to take a break we're going to come back we're going to drink a very delicious beer that Johnny snuck into our beer fridge without me knowing somehow <laughs> uh, and then we're going to spoil some stuff in this movie um, watch it if you want pause the show and come back and listen or don't uh, I think you're going to get the general gist of it based on what we've already said so stick around
1: Danger zone
0: danger zone, zone, danger zone, danger zone, danger zone, zone. Danger, zone ah. danger zone, danger zone, danger zone, danger, danger. danger. Dangerous. zone, zone, we're here, we're in the zone of danger, and welcome back, I think you should tell us about the beer you're about to drink, Johnny, yes. you're it's only in the middle of a sneezing attack, I think it'll be fine, <laughs> it's fine, it's all good,
1: <laughs> I won't die, I promise you, sure. it's called Dino S'mores, and it's from Off Color Brewing out of Chicago, Illinois, Chicago. Yeah, you know, it's just another heart attack. It's a Russian Imperial Stout. Wait, what was that? It's from uh, Saturday Night Live. The old Chris Farley skit. Oh, was it? The Bears. Bears, Yeah. I know. Oh, it's just another heart attack. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're rocking the spirit. Ten and a half percent ABV. Uh, it's got a gravel in the yard score of four point one two. That's aggregate, boys and girls. One thousand and thirty eight total ratings on Untapped. Let's see what they say. The website says, Every year we team up with a different roaster to make new friends and see how different roasters and small businesses operate. We couldn't be more excited to be working with Passion House Coffee Roasters this year. During cupping, we fell in love with two different coffees and how they both added something unique. So we blended them. The first bean is an heirloom varietal hailing from the Sidamo region in Ethiopia, and it provides floral notes and citrusy acidity. The second bean, a mix of bourbon, and Catuay varieties from a micro lot in the La Paz region of Honduras gives a chocolatey sweetness and a heavy body to the coffee. That'd be the one I'd want to drink. Sure. Together, these coffees show great balance, the pinnacle of careful work on the part of the farmer, roaster, and brewer. And now they're in this beer. Yeah, they are, man. I can't find a bottling date, um, so this could be completely inaccurate information. I yeah, read sure. all that for
0: nothing. No, this is a uh, December fifth, two thousand eighteen. So only only a few months on this baby. Um, I don't. Uh, it's not what I expected. I was hoping for a little bit more um, full body, and I'm getting like a lot of lightness, mm-hmm. and I feel like some vanilla stuff is coming through, sort of on the the top side, and not really rounding it out on the bottom. Right. Uh, if that makes sense. Do you like it? I do. All I've right. always liked this beer. Did you say already that it's ten point five percent? Okay, that's a really light beer for yeah, ten. It doesn't feel like ten point five. So I wasn't even sure if that was right. But when you said it again, I was like, it's got to be. Check the bottle. Yeah, yeah. Right. I thought I did that
1: earlier too. But to I'm, the south, it just
0: sounds yeah, ten point five.
1: Yep. Um, no, it's got a nice coffee presence. Definitely a little bit of a marshmallowy vibe. Mm-hmm. It was a vanilla toasted. I mean, I, I know, s'mores. It's supposed to take a taste a little bit like s'mores. It. I hate that I'm about to say this, but it tastes a little bit like Otter Pops to me. What? Yeah,
0: like like. What the fuck kind of Otter Pops you just eat? Just like all of them together. You never eat one, right? You got like you got like you know. Do you eat all multiple them. Otter Pops at the same time? Well, yeah, the thing you got to do. What is you like pop them up one at th- one at a time <laughs> and then you? Uh, yeah, fair enough. And then you all like right. take bites off each one and you get you know all of them. Anyways, there's a slight taste of like sugary
1: sort of I've stuff here. Never done that or seen anyone do that. How do you eat Otter Pops? One at a time. Well, I'd encourage you to try a couple. Like, try three at one time.
0: Well, like you don't like you don't eat bites of you don't like shove all of them in your mouth, right? You take a little bit off the top on each one. Something like this. Yeah, but like you sort of, it's more like milking. Okay. Except you're pushing upwards. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Uh, How do you handle three of them at one time? You just kind of pinch. You just got like like it's a long. You just not separate them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry. You keep them together, and
0: then um, you have to get because you never eat one otter pop, right? I've eaten one otter pop. And then you're done. Yeah. I've never, literally, Why? I've never done that in my life. You should try it sometime. They come in packs of like a thousand. Yeah, that's fine. You're meant to be eaten. What it doesn't matter? Yeah. Anyways, this tastes a little bit like that to me. Uh, what? Yeah, like sugary. That's very strange. Does uh, this taste like a bunch of otter pops? Yeah, I mean, there's something on the back end that it, maybe it's just like an artificial sort of sugary taste and maybe it's from fermenting marshmallows. I don't know. Um, But I don't, I love otter pops, so I don't mind it. So I think you would love this then, right? I do, By I do that like logic. it. I do like it though I've never had Otter Pops dipped in coffee before, so that's not my favorite pairing. you
1: got to give that a whirl. So I feel like that's right up your alley this summertime.
0: Um, the only other thing I do want to say about this right off the bat is that the booziness does come through as it's sitting in your mouth. After you've swallowed, it's just like hot. In the finish, it's like, oh, it's there just it hell is. hello. Yeah, it almost feels more than 10.5 to me. Hmm. Um, but it's good. How many times have you had this before? Uh, probably three. Okay. Can I ask again where you
1: got it and how much, please? I don't remember. Uh, this has been in the cellar for a while. Not more than three months? I don't know, dude. I bought it someplace that sells beer, and it was under, I want to say it was like six ninety-nine. dollars Sure. Probably. This is
0: around town, though, not something you got from yeah. Trading or Tavor
1: or something? Correct. Cool. Yeah, it's available for retail here in the lovely state of Chico. Sure.
0: Um, all right. Well, it only seems right that since you've had it a few times,
1: you give it a rating before I do. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's it's very roasty. It is definitely on the sweet side, but I don't think it's like cloying and it finishes really kind of bitterly and uh, bittersweet. I really like the way it finishes. Uh, I bought it because I'm a big fan of this beer and I still am. Dino S'mores is going to be 7.8. 7.8. Yep. Okay. Fair, decent, respectable.
0: I like it. That is to say you like it only a smidge better. Nope, I'm wrong than our first beer. You mm-hmm. like it a whole point better. Okay. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. Roasty, bitter. There's that sweetness that is a little bit too much for me, and it it ends weirdly hot. To
1: me, it almost tastes like bananas. I can see, see that too,
0: like a, but like a caramelized banana, right? Like yeah, a, like a really sweet sort
1: of like extra a, ripe. Some would say a bananas fuster.
0: I don't. Oh, I oh, I get it. Was that French? Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the spirit of climax.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I don't like s- sort of the sucker punch it gives me with the alcohol at the end. I'm first sip. I'm like I'm enjoying. This is mellow. I'm tasting it. It's very roasty, a little sweet, and then I swallow it, and it's like good. It's done, and it's like oops, not done. Here's a huge mouthful of alcohol.
1: Yeah, it almost—it definitely tastes like uh it finishes like a bourbon almost.
0: Yeah, it's really weirdly hot. Like, ever, it's not just the
1: taste I'm mean, getting; my entire mouth is like, huh. Did you read the secret ingredients? Is that a real thing? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. What is it? Marshmallow, vanilla beans, molasses, Graham flour, and cocoa nibs. Okay, sure.
0: Um, I thought you were gonna say something like out of left field. and like, oh, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. They're like Otter Pops. Aha! <laughs> I knew it. <laughs>
1: Multiple flavors of Otter Pops.
0: Yeah. Um, for for those reasons, though, I'm gonna give it a five point five. Okay. Um, if it was in the neighborhood of like six or seven dollars, I wouldn't buy this again. Not for me. Um, but you know, try it out if you get a chance wherever that might be.
1: Yeah, give it give it the old whirl
0: because I like it a lot. Yeah. Before we get back into climax, if we're good on this beer, um, I'd like to do Hot and Bothered. Oh my God. That's the segment of the show where we talk about what's got us hot and we're bothered. I
1: forgot about Let's this. Se- Don't <laughs> worry. I,
0: I wrote yours down for you. <laughs> Don't worry
1: about it. I forgot about a segment on our own show. Yeah, that's what, what am I? I got you're bothered. Oh, yes. Tell the people. I am. This is actually
0: pretty fucking correct. After I texted you, I was like, I'm pretty sure he's going to bring this up later.
1: No, not really. When I got the text, I was like, fuck, it. of course. Classic. Uh, of course. <laughs> Max invents another segment. If you're a long-time listener to this show, there's been, oh, I don't know. All of them? Six or seven or ten or a dozen segments that have come and gone uh, through the imagination of one young Maxwell. And that's fine. He's a beautiful, creative soul. Thank you. And we will let him fly and create all of... His like caveat with this one was like, "Hey, I'm want to do a new segment, but we only have to do it like once every few yeah, weeks yeah. or whatever." Yeah. And I'm like,
0: "Fine." You didn't even say anything. I didn't get a text back. I was like, "He's probably driving."
1: Yeah, that's, that's what it is. He's busy. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he wasn't super annoyed at <laughs> no, no, that. No, no, no. And I really, honestly, wasn't. I was just like, had a lot going on. Yeah, I was busy before we recorded, so I was like, "What? Is, I'm gonna wait and see for these people."
0: What is the segment, by
1: the way? Because I feel like that's worth noting. You have to listen to the first part of the podcast. Oh, which means this you have is, to wait
0: till it comes out on Monday. Yeah, you know, this is a teaser, dude. A we can't just give away all the good shit. Do you have a Do you have a hot as well? Um, I mean, you're getting a fridge. That's something.
1: Yeah, I'm getting a new fridge. You gotta get uh, there, the fridge. Yeah. But. Um. Honestly, I'm uh, my hot this week is the new Billie Eilish album. It dropped since we recorded last, and I got my pre-order, download code delivered. Um, I've been really enjoying that uh, episode. Episode, yes. (laughs) That album. Um, Um, It's really good. Do you know what it's called? Uh, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? That sounds right. Yep. Uh, So, yeah, I've been stoked on that, listening to it pretty much nonstop. And I have the green glow-in-the-dark vinyl coming
0: oh that's great i got my first green vinyl the other day yeah um i thought you'd be proud of me because you're I always am. telling me like the color the color vinyls are so much more fun because they're different and yeah. exciting i got one in the mail it's also green so uh that's what it reminded me of but bro is it glow-in-the-dark no it's not then don't turn one up
1: right sorry man. <laughs> i will murder you is it like the green you're
0: wearing or more like a neon no
1: it's of? like the neon like almost white it's glow-in-the-dark like it like you'd see it like a skate rink
0: no i remember those like the
1: stars that you'd stick to oh oh, oh yeah it's sure, like that sure
0: Oh, that's gotta be so much more fun then. Like, yeah. like in the daytime you're like, ugh, this is uh not got enough sun and then at night you're like, Whoa, it is the sun. Yes. Like,
1: you I'm gonna like kinda charge of. it up with a super high powered flashlight, yeah. like maybe write some stuff in it.
0: bro you know what you should do is only shine a flashlight on one portion of it. Ooh. And then light up just be like vroom, vroom, vroom. That'd be that'd be pretty weird. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, if could, you, anybody spikes your sangria, that's
1: don't murder. Yeah. Just do that. So that's that's my hot for this week. I'm really enjoying Fair. that record.
0: Um, mine is, is, is our website, which yeah. will be up and running by the time this episode drops. Um, cause it's been very frustrating yesterday in particular, freshhopcinema.com. Yeah. It was particularly frustrating. Freshhopcinema.com. Um, just get a clip of you. I might, I might extract that and use that as a button in the future. Freshhopcinema.com. Good. That'll be it. Um, and like, I thought I had it down at this point. I have my own career website i have um do you though gianna and my website which i haven't touched in like months but whatever mine and gianna's wedding website that i'm working on and now our website and at this point i was like pretty confident we're using squarespace i was like i know how this works it's perfect. Turns out it's a whole different ballgame when you're embedding a lot of audio mm-hmm. and a lot of, like, blog posts and that. So I had to learn a whole bunch of different stuff. So it is both my hot and
1: bothered because I've spent, like, like 18 hours on this. Way too much. Way at, too much. At one point, I fucking texted you, and I was like, bro, have you eaten? What'd I say? Uh, had some Ritz crackers some this Ritz. morning, That's and it was, like, 7 p.m. when I texted you.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things, like, I get accustomed to sitting at my desk, and then um, <laughs> whether I'm sending emails or, like, booking shows or whatever, like, I'll sit here, and, and at some point, like, I'll, I'll have a cup of coffee. And then at some point in the day, like, that switches to, like, a beer. Mm -hmm. And at that point, it's dark out. I'm like, where did the day go?
1: What happened? I haven't eaten. Yeah. I've had a whole pot of coffee and two beers. and. Need to eat. Just hot snakes. The best thing too is when we have to record a podcast after one of those days and you're like caffeinated with two beers and no food. That's almost today. Max gets spicy. Yeah. You you really sprinkle in some love on those episodes and I appreciate it. Good man. Yeah, no, I had I was concerned. I was like, bro, you need to go the fuck outside. Yeah. You need to get some food. <laughs> like Bye. drink some water. The upside is we have a pretty fly website at this point. You go whole hog when you do something. You got to. Uh yeah. Yeah, but you don't know how to pace yourself. It seems like. Well, I mean, we had a couple days to do it, so I did it. Yeah, that's it. I applaud your enthusiasm. Thank you. I wish I had the savvy to spend that much time.
0: I don't think that's a savvy issue. I think it's a uh, me having a lot of time in my hands. But well, that's and
1: also the ability—that's well, true. To, yeah, to create a website and then forget about it, like your career. You haven't seen it
0: on a desktop, have you? No. Oh, it's way better on a desktop. I, even, I looked at it on mobile. I was like, eh. Hey. I
1: don't even like my desktop. My yeah. laptop's a piece of poo. I'll show you before you leave today. Okay. It looks pretty fly. All right. We need to stop talking about how awesome. Freshhopcinema.com. Freshhopcinema.com. It's our
0: home on the internet.
1: Yeah, man. Word. Let's get back to this movie. Yeah. So
0: climax. Um, I, do you have anything spoilers. more exciting? Yeah. Spoilers for, for climax. Yep. One more time. Um, do you have anything good you want to say left about this? I'm trying to, I was trying to think about like maybe a couple last points. I think I touched on most of the things that I enjoyed about this.
1: Yeah, I think I did too.
0: I'll be honest. I thought that sentence was going to be longer.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, okay. So like, I don't necessarily just want to rail into this for the sake of doing it. Um, are there any outstanding grievances that this movie,
1: like that bothered you more than the rest of it? Um, Honestly, yeah, it bothered me because it had wasted potential. Yeah, It was an interesting idea. I'm a horror suspense nerd, self-proclaimed, uh, and I saw some beautiful cinematography and some cool scenes and some really dope colors in a very immersive environment, and I saw it wasted on a plot that went nowhere and yeah. had no backbone and really was just existing to exist, and it was very unsatisfying as a movie watcher. So yeah. I'm bummed out about the wasted potential and how awesome this movie could have been. So, what would you have wanted in terms of
0: plot development or characters, or like, th- it needed a villain. Would you have wanted this to be like, could could the villain in a in a whodunit sense, like, could it have been like, who spiked the LSE? Let's find them and like a, that sort of thing, well, or it, doing something different.
1: Okay, what are the com- What are the who, what, when, where, why? Sure, give me two or three of those. We had a who, and we had a what, and we had a when. But what, what would the who be? The who who did it. But it was oh, so okay, sure. non-important. Uh, it wasn't the emphasis of the plot at all. You right. find out at the end who did it. It's not even worth spoiling because, like, like, it's a forgettable it's like character. They, I
0: didn't even realize that was they. That, I didn't know that was what they were insinuating. I was like, oh, this is weird. Somebody's doing acid, and then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh shit! <laughs> really? So you missed
1: the reveal. I didn't care at that point. Yeah. It didn't so matter to me. It would have benefited from not only having like a stronger villain, maybe that had some sort of motivation, sure, other than just drugging people for no reason and. Existing in that chaotic environment and somehow maybe getting off on it, yeah. But that wasn't. But even, not even but, that. So I was saying that it yeah. wasn't even really emphasized enough for it to qualify as a motivation for for the actions. So you know, some more of the why, and just yeah. ha- having, um, you need at least two or three characters with some depth. Give me some motivation. Give me some, you know, of the the quote unquote villains internal dialogue or what they're getting out of it, you know, but we're not given any of their motivations, any of their critical thinking, no why behind the what. Sure. So yeah, man, just the wasted potential. It could have been amazing with, with the visuals they had and the totally immersive sound and the vibe that that gave you. If that was coupled with substance of plot and character, And some villain or any kind of character development, it could have really done something.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. I, um, listeners might know, I'm not like the biggest fan of horror movies in general, but I'm a big fan of horror movies well done. Sure. And this isn't one. Um, So I had, yeah, like you're saying, like give me something that I can follow as an average moviegoer. Like a, a plot thread or, or some type of motivation that pulls me along in a, in a way that maintains my interest.
1: I would say even not as just an, an average. I mean, because we're definitely watch more movies than the average person. Yeah, sure. but like, you know, I would say like as a novice film critic, even like I just someone that watches movies critically, like this movie didn't give me a lot to work with.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a pretty classic case, I think, of just like the spectacle over overshadowing basically everything else and and the problem with that is there's only a couple tricks in this magician's bag yeah and he uses them all in the first scene and it's like now what yeah oh you still have you still have like
1: 80 minutes to go it was all style over substance yeah and and, And too much fucking dancing
0: yeah and like you can only throw so many dialogue bits of guys talking about raping people at where like i'm like come on man it was unnecessary yeah it was completely unnecessary again shock value but at, at that point by the end it was like this does not shock me anymore. It's gross. I'm over it. I'm not entertained. I'm not shocked. Whatever. I don't understand why I'm here. So that's where I was at.
1: Yeah. Uh there's a few things I had in my notes. Yeah. Um, oh good. She has a ribbon. A ribbon. Remember the chick with the oh, ribbon. Yeah, yeah, the dance. That was ribbon. fun. Yeah, sure. Um, let's see. This is the worst building in the world to do acid in. I don't understand what that building was like. And it was yeah. so cold. They
0: shut mm-hmm. that guy outside and it's like okay so he's definitely dying but like where are they they, they uh, that's what the things i do like they're lured to this thing they're not lured no it's they like went there on purpose they're, they're rehearsing for, yeah for a tour yeah. so yeah one of the worst
1: so, so, one, so, yeah one of the other things i had too was just uh mob mentality oh sure and the way they dived into it really quick but they really didn't give any reason for it no it was just like oh we're mad now yeah like people have equated this to lord
0: of the flies on the internet like the essence of human nature is is beastly and and cruel and if you give people the opportunity to murder each other they will and at least in lord of the flies there was build up there was like a tribe mentality and a survival instinct here's is like boom flip the switch Mm -hmm. we're just gonna go crazy
1: yeah and honestly i i kind of have a gripe because this movie kind of makes acid look not cool well (laughs) yeah in a lot of ways okay and in the right setting i think acid can be pretty cool um it I, bugged me when yeah. you said that like none of the actors had ever done acid. Right. So that's a thing. Yeah. They wanted to, again,
0: like his, the director's approach was like, I want to make this movie about people doing acid and that's it. Um, and then that's all he plans. So like he, he got street dancers. Apparently none of them have ever done psychedelic drugs. Switch that to you for a while. And, all right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they had never done drugs. Psychedelic drugs is what they specified. And it's like, all right, so you're just going to go off of something. You're at least you're going to do your due diligence and do your research. Not so much. Yeah. They showed a couple of videos to this dance crew, to the actors, and they're like, do that. Probably of people having bad trips. Sure. Which, well, which makes sense. Like, that's what he's trying to capture. But like, it must have been the most extreme examples if this is what they all decided to do collectively. Um, a lot of the times they would just run these like 10 minute scenes and just run them like four or five times and then be like, I'm sure we got something. Let's move next scene, basically. Yeah. Which is it, an interesting, it could be an interesting approach to filmmaking, but doesn't play
1: out that way for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, and and one of my notes too was, um, unless it was like intentionally bad acid, i.e., like borderline poisoned right, or like right. chemically imbalanced, um, that's not how any of that works. Right, I don't know um, particularly. And th- I've been around people that have done acid. Sure, you know what I mean. It's it's a thing that is not like that. And if this is the only image you ever have of doing acid, right. it's, a, it's a sad Yeah, it felt more like a like a like a Mrs. Reagan sort of like don't do drugs this, PSA like. Yeah, <laughs> this is like if you did fucking bath salts and just started yeah, right. eating people and like cuz some people, Yeah. Yeah, people yeah. did like start biting people and like yeah. so just took all their clothes off and like started cutting themselves like
0: it's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Uh and obviously people pretending to be on drugs is Yeah, far cry from it is so it's uh cringy in the way that it's cringy watching people like pretend to be drunk totally when you're just like calm it's it becomes
0: sort of a caricature and when when you put it the way you just did
1: like um certainly i would
0: i would reckon that more people listening to this have gotten drunk than have gotten high on acid so i would i would say the comparison is nice because we've all seen people exactly that have faked drunk and we're all like most of us are like i've been drunk that's not who would do that yeah exactly Um, and i think it's a nice way of putting it for acid it's like for me, never done it. I'm like, oh, I definitely don't want to do it now. Right. Um, But it's sort of an overarching, yeah, cartoony sort of, like, craziness. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, way over the top. Yeah. Like, at one point, um, there's a, a gal with kind of, like, a white blonde white afro. Yeah. And she's walking down a hallway. The girl from Isle of Dogs. <laughs> yeah. And she's, like, twitching. Yeah. And she looks like she's yeah. having a fucking seizure. Yeah. And that's not a thing. Like, yeah. why are you doing that? It just felt so silly. Yeah. Yeah. It was... It was the the
0: infactual, unfactual, non factual,
1: ineffactual,
0: ineffactual, unfactuated. Um, yeah, like over over dramatization of of this. Yeah, which already is like doesn't seem realistic, but yeah. whatever.
1: So overall, I think we think this movie had
0: no point. I definitely think this movie had no point. I think the point it set out to have, if anything, was to show. Um, Gaspar Noe's artistic view on what he could do with a camera Mm -hmm. and that is done in 20 minutes Yeah, and I'm over it this could have been if this were 30 minutes long you cut out a lot of that dialogue go from the first dance to some of that dialogue to the acid trip to the end Make it a short film.
1: I was gonna say, interesting short film. You could make this a 25, yes. 27 minute yep. short film with some good editing. Keep the same vibe and accomplish the same thing. Agreed. So for an hour and thirty-five minute movie, mm, thirty-six. Ooh, thirty-six. <laughs> <and> motherfucker, <laughs> I felt every one of those thirty-one hour and yeah. thirty-six minutes. Yeah. So,
0: um, real quick, I want to jump back to Dinosmores. You gave me the last pour, and I want to just put it next to you and sort of well, show you the difference. I saw it. That's why I was looking for the date. There was some sediment floating in the bottom of the bottle. Yours looks
1: like. Um, like a an
0: americano. Yeah, so I'm going to actually um going to at least for our viewers on our live feed here I'm going to show them what that's like because it's a very interesting difference. They look like different beers to me. Is anybody even watching? Uh, there's, I don't know, it says 1K, one, one K, so whatever that means. Okay. Is that looking like you can kind of see it?
1: Yeah, a little bit. I get some good color there. So that's. Especially uh, when you compare it. To we're looking
0: list. at Johnny's and mine, and his is very much more clear than mine, which is a weird thing to say of a Russian Imperial Stout, mm-hmm. but uh, mine has a lot of sediment that's giving it sort of like a almost dark milkshake kind of quality. Mm-hmm. And his is more on the soda pop sort of spectrum. Mm-hmm.
1: In any case. Yeah. Any other thoughts you wanted to add about. Uh this movie, Climax. No, I think I'm there, man. I think I've sufficiently vented and gone through my notes. I just liked the uh the note that I took. Uh oh good. She's got a ribbon. Yeah.
0: Actually, the ribbon was nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh little touches like that could have been utilized uh more efficiently, I think. But
1: Yeah. And they I weren't. feel like, you know, cr- critics that are quote-unquote smarter than us are gonna try and find some some deep meaning in this and i'm sure it's there if you really really look for it but maybe i'm watching it as a movie and expecting it to do some of the things that movies do yeah sure it seems fair to me I guess you know It's a Um, wild and crazy idea.
0: So I want to give a quick shout-out. Next Monday, April 15th, um, we are going to be doing a couple things. We're planning in advance a little bit. We're covering Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. It is coming out uh, the day, I believe, is April 5th or 6th, whatever that Friday is. So go out and see that if you can before we cover it. That way you don't have to skip the danger zone. We're also covering beers from Sierra Nevada and Modern Times. So uh, tune in for those. They're going to be a lot of fun. Johnny, in the meantime, where can people find us?
1: So on all the social medias at Fresh Hop Cinema, also our website, freshhopcinema.com. You can find us on Untapped and Letterboxd and on our website for all the movie reviews you want. You can also find us at Patreon if you're one of our supporters, and if you're not, you should think about it because we do fun stuff and there's cool rewards. Uh, Also, keep those Instagram stories coming. Remember, screenshot however you listen to the podcast. Share it on your story and tag us. We really appreciate the 24-hour commercials. It helps us, and you can help us.
0: So until next week, that's Johnny Sommers, And that's Max Minardi. We'll see you then. Goodbye.
1: This is Fresh, Fresh Hop Cinema.